Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Tuesday, everyone. Yesterday we began to look at Matthew chapter 13, which is the parable of the sower. Now this is a very familiar parable, and if you've attended church at all, you know this parable by heart. But I wonder if we realize how important this parable is to our lives today, and that it gives us tremendous insights into how to grow spiritually. Because really that's what this is all about. This parable describes the process of spiritual growth and reveals the principles of fruitfulness. It explains why some people only have a certain amount of fruit in their life and others have more. And I think as we look at our own lives as Christians, we've asked that question ourselves. Why have I not progressed more than what I have? How do I be more fruitful? How can I see more of Christ's character in me? How can I have more of the fruit of the Spirit produced in my life. So as we look at this parable today, I hope that you will see it with fresh eyes, that you will hear it as it really is, the teaching of Jesus to us today. You know, you're hearing my voice, and I'm here day after day giving you my message. But wouldn't it be great if Jesus had a radio show and he was able to teach? Well, we do have a transcript of one of his messages here, and it's written in Matthew chapter 13. And let me read to you the message that Jesus gave. He said in verse 3, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places, where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let them hear. Boy, that's what I'm feeling. I'm saying, Lord, let my ears hear what you're saying. Let everyone that's listening today hear what you're trying to tell us. Well, after he had preached this message, his disciples came to him and asked him why he preached in parables. And he answered them and said, Because it's been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. Then he went on in verse 16 to say, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For assuredly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. You know, to me, this really lifts this parable up into one of great importance. Jesus said, you're blessed to hear this parable. He said, there are many prophets and righteous men in the past who would have desired to hear what you heard today, but they didn't, but you were able to hear it. And I would say to us today, we are blessed to have this teaching of Jesus and to understand what he is saying here. And I'm asking the Lord that we would have ears to hear and a heart and mind to understand the principles that Jesus is giving 
in this parable? Well, we have an added benefit to this because not only do we have recorded the words of Jesus, but his disciples went on to ask what it meant. And Jesus explained the parable to them and really drew out the significance to them so that they would not miss it. Now let me read to you Jesus' commentary on the parable he had just given. And that's found in the same chapter, Matthew 13, and starting to read at verse 18. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself but endures only for a little while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Now let's look at this interpretation that Jesus gives the disciples and see if we can draw out from this what he's saying. Well, first we need to understand what is represented in this parable. Well, the first thing that we can identify is the sower. The sower is the Son of Man. It's the Son of God. And he is the dispenser of the divine word. Ephesians 1 speaks about this in verse 3 where it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Every spiritual blessing comes from Christ. If you want something good, it comes through Jesus. If you want to receive something, a benefit that's lasting, that has eternal value, it's going to be sown through Jesus Christ. He is the Son of God, and He is the one that has come to give us every spiritual blessing that we would want. And He is freely casting it forth. And what He is giving us is the seed, the word of the kingdom. There is the word of the kingdom. Now God has a kingdom. He's the king. And we are his subjects. And if we are going to live in his kingdom and be blessed by him and benefit by the kingdom he has created, we need to listen to what he says. There are rules and principles that govern his kingdom. And if we want to live at peace within it, we need to understand them. He wants us to know what they are. He wants us to know his ways, his principles. He wants us to know the culture of the kingdom. And it's coming forth to us in so many different ways. Through the teachings of Jesus in the scriptures that we are reading here. It comes to us through different ways, through preaching. It comes to us through music. It comes to us through, through writings and books. I believe the word of God is all around us. And those that have a sensitive heart will receive that word and it will germinate within them. So the Son of God is giving us the seed, the word of the kingdom the information that we need. Now, the thing that we need to realize that this word that God is giving us life. Jesus said, the words I speak unto you are spirit and they are life. They have a power within them. 
when we embrace the kingdom of God and we hear his word, it's a living word. It's just not another idea. It's not just another opinion, another philosophy to put up opposed to others. No, this has life within it. When you embrace it, it transforms us. It changes us. It makes us better. It works. The principles of God have life. So we see that Jesus is still sowing his word today. That word is life-giving and they will bring tremendous fruit and benefit to us. And he's throwing it everywhere and it lands on different soils. And in this parable, he names four soils. Wayside soil, stony soil, thorny soil, and good soil. What does the soil represent? Well, Jesus tells us right here, in verse 19 of Matthew 13, where it says that that which was sown was sown in his heart. The soil represents our heart. The determining factor of how fruitful our life will be is not in the seed. The seed is good and it's sown everywhere. But the fruitfulness is determined by the condition of the soil, the condition of our heart. We can have a wayside heart We can have a stony heart, we can have a thorny heart, or we can have a good heart. And this is what Jesus is teaching, that the extent of our spiritual growth and the extent of our fruitfulness is determined by the condition of our heart. Now, the first soil that Jesus mentions is wayside soil. It's the soil that was in the pathway, where it had been beaten down and hardened. And as a result, when the seed was thrown, It just laid on the surface and the birds came and snatched it away. And Jesus explaining this parable says, it's the kind of heart that when it hears the word of God, it doesn't penetrate. They don't understand it. The traffic that that heart had experienced had beaten it down so that it was no longer receptive to the seed. Now this is really important for us to see. As we look at this parable, many times we don't identify with it. We don't realize Jesus is talking to us. Do we realize that we can have wayside soil? That we receive God's word, but it never penetrates? It just lies on the surface and then is snatched away? He said, this is people who hear, but don't understand. Now, we're not going to have time remaining to go into all the meanings of this, but let's just look at one of them. Sometimes God's word is unintelligible to us. It doesn't make sense. The traffic of the ideas and the philosophies and the opinions that we have embraced harden our heart that we do not hear God's word. I tell you, God's ways are usually just the opposite of our natural thinking. God says, if you want to have more, give. And we think just the opposite. If I want to have more, well, I should cheat and keep and hoard and not give to anyone else. And God says, no, give, and it shall be given unto you. With the same measure you give, it shall be measured back to you again. This doesn't make sense to us. And if you are hardened in your own ideas, in your own philosophy, you'll not hear God's word. But I tell you, if you will embrace them, they'll work. If you let them into your heart, they'll germinate, and they'll bring life, and bring the benefit that God wants you to have. There are so many of these aspects. The aspects of forgiveness. We don't want to forgive someone else. We want to hold them accountable. We think, why should I forgive them? They don't deserve it. They hurt me. Why should I forgive? 
And yet the Bible says that we need to forgive and that healing comes in our forgiveness. Now, these are just a couple of examples where we can hear God's word, but not receive it because of the hardness of our heart. I'm asking God, give us soft hearts. Help us to have a heart of a child that we will not be cynical and unbelieving, but that we can just open up and say, Lord, I receive your word. Let it work in me. Well, our time is gone for today. We'll continue this tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.